Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Alex Morgan, striker and tea-drinking American soccer star. Play for Portland Thorns, Orlando Pride, Western New York Flash, and uh, Leon. Winner of two U.S. Women's Championships, the Women's Champions League, an Olympic gold, and two Women's World Cups. Fifth highest U.S. national team scorer of all time with 107 goals. That's a lot. Has very recently signed for Tottenham Hotspur Women. Mates with Taylor Swift, which is something Grant Holt can't say. And of course, author, but let's see what the book club thought in today's The Football Book Club. I actually kept finding myself thinking, oh, I wish I'd read this when I was a little girl. How sad is that? Same. Western New York Flash. That sounds like a regional superhero. And then she goes to her mantras and you think they're going to be along them lines. And then number one is never look a goalkeeper in the eye, like the bears or something. It's basically a handbook for American teenage girls. So let's see what yeah. four <laughs> disenchanted, uh, almost 30-year-old Brits think about it. <laughs> Yay! 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 yay. <laughs> no, no, you can yay. Everyone gets one yay for the rest of the show. <laughs> and I've used so, it before I knew about that yeah. rule. Okay, it's like challenges in tennis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Football Book Club, the only book club where instead of literary classics, each week we read yet another obscure footballer's autobiography. Less Bronte, more Conte. I'm James Bug, and over the weeks we'll be reading classics such as Kevin Kilban's Killer and Teddy Sheringham's My Autobiography. But today, we're reading <laughs> Alex Morgan's Breakaway Beyond the Girl. And reading with me are Jack Bernhardt. Hi. Natasha Daniels. Hello. And James Belgian. Hello, I am here. <laughs> Glad to see everyone's on board. Uh, yes. How are we doing, guys? We're excited to read our first ever uh, women's football book. Yeah. Yes. Very excited. Big fans of women's football? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I am. I, I Because it's the only place where arsenal are good really. <laughs> anymore <Yeah. laughs> any memories of alex morgan <laughs> that makes it sound like she's passed yeah <laughs> ah, alex morgan the only room i can remember of alex morgan is the tea drinking it made me so ang- it made me irrationally angry the tea drinking that mm. i was genuinely coming into this book being like you drank the tea you drank <laughs> the tea alex morgan how dare you <laughs> as a reference to to the um boston tea party i thought she was just making fun of english people drinking no tea. no it was it was the boston tea party thing because then afterwards wow. i looked this up like loads of um soccer watchers were like oh my god the the england what a, what an l for them they haven't lost this badly since 1776 am i right uh, and it was incredibly annoying men's football doesn't isn't quite as highbrow as that well <laughs> except, except, <laughs> i think 
Uh, weirdly, I think it is, because I think you have that whole, like, two World Cups, uh, two World Wars and one World Cup side of yeah, things. Women have to use actual history because there's not much football history. So that's the difference, I guess. That's true. Oh, yeah. I see. Is it anyone doing, like, English team, like, doing, like, Guy Fawkes celebrations? <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, we got you at the Battle of Agincourt, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of remember her Taylor Swift thing because mm. they have the affinity for number 13. So Taylor Swift famously hides the number 13 in everything and it's her lucky number. And okay. that's Alex Morgan's number for reasons which become apparent when you read the book. And they ah. bonded. And the reason that they became such good friends is they bonded over the number 13. But Taylor hates it and Alex loves it. No, they both love it. Oh, sorry, but I think you said Taylor hides it. Oh, she hides it in her, like, all of her albums. I thought you meant, like, she gets rid of the number, like Ryanair do with um, Rose on Planes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this book, uh, as as we all found out, is basically a handbook for American teenage girls. So let's see what four (laughs) disenchanted, uh, almost 30-year-old Brits think about it. This, this, it was pretty early on in this book where it was like, uh, you may soon be going to college. I know, you may, yeah. College may be several years away. And I was like, or it may be 12 years in my past. <laughs> the best years of your life may be yeah. long behind you. <laughs> Are you now on a list provided to us? <laughs> yeah, technically I borrowed this book off James, so I'm not going on any list. Oh, okay. Dang it. Thank you for bringing up Amazon, Tash. Very good linking. Um, let's see what Amazon's saying. And prepare yourself, guys. We've got a big number coming up for you. The book has 4.8 stars. That's not the big number. That's pretty big. From yeah. 216 reviews. No wow. way. <laughs> the most, I mean, like, didn't, was it Marcus Hanneman had no reviews, I think? Yeah. <laughs> That kind of shows the level of respect towards US men's football and US women's football. Well, I think, I mean, it's worth saying that clearly Alex Morgan is the most successful footballer we've ever done and also the most successful person. We we spoke about this privately and I said, never bring this up. No, I said, said, do not embarrass me in front of the microphones. I mentioned Louis Saha was the one who, uh, was it Louis Saha I said? Oh, Graham Souness, Graham Souness. Sorry, Graham Souness was the one I mentioned. She's won two World Cups. He's won three Champions Leagues. No. She's won a Champions League. He plays for Scotland. He plays for Scotland. Let him off. She has... has Are you saying saying she's more iconic than George Best for that reason, for example? But she has 4.8 million Twitter (laughs) followers. George Best is dead. He died before Twitter. No Twitter followers, so... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't think we can judge footballing success on how many Twitter followers they have. I think her cultural impact is enormous. Yeah. I would agree. I would... I mean, like... As, yeah, Graham Simmons isn't mates with Taylor Swift, so I would say that we know him. That we know, you know him. That. Maybe, maybe Taylor Swift judged oh, the Body Beautiful competition in 1972 or whenever uh, it was. I, I'm pretty sure Graham Simmons does turn up in the Bad Blood video. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Gives someone a Glasgow kiss. Eddie Golder. <laughs> <laughs> he would definitely be on the Katy Perry team, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that's Most right, definitely. actually. I could see him as a Katy Perry fan. He's a kitty cat. Um, <laughs> anyway, here's a four-star review from Nick entitled OK, which reads, as expected. And, just to balance, here's a five-star review from Sebastian titled Price. And it reads, wow. <laughs> I think that tells you all you need to know about the book, I would say. Entitled Price? Yeah. 
He was very price. impressed by the price. Yeah, the price. Yeah. How, much, how, much, how was much was it? I can't. I mean, it could have been any price when he bought it. That's the thing. That's Amazon true. prices change a lot. Sometimes low, sometimes high. It was seven hundred dollars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go into more depth about the book. We'll be doing a dramatic reading, a quiz at the end, and of course, Ken Zong is back with another chant. But first, let's go around the group in a sentence or two. What did you think of the book, James? I really liked it because it was so different from what we usually read. And yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. It was like yeah. because obviously, predominantly, they focus on international football, soccer, um, for yeah. sure. And that's their sort of goal, isn't it, in their career mm-hmm. to break mm-hmm. into the national team. And it's all kind yeah. of centered around that. So it made it quite a bit different. We've read a lot of books where it's been people working their way up the like English Football League pyramid, yeah. basically. Yeah. And, yeah. and obviously it's very different over there with the college football and all that. It's, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, a lot of stuff about that. I, mean, I, I, I can't confess to understanding much about... Nope. I, I, I don't know loads about women's football. I don't know loads about the college system in America either. But I found it interesting reading about it. Jack, you enjoyed it, I'm guessing? Uh, yeah, I did enjoy it, actually. I really enjoyed it. Um, again, for that same reason as James, it was just totally different to what we've done previously. Mm-hmm. Like, the the way that... I mean, what's interesting about her experiences is that, you know, she talks about the fact that she went through three different league systems that fold... That, you know, yeah, two, yeah, yeah, two yeah. Two have folded <clears throat> as she was going on. So she grew up with the women's... I can't remember what it was called. The, the Women's Football League uh-huh. that was happening. Then she got drafted as part of the college for the Women's Professional Football League. Um, oh, yeah, the draft then, system. I forget about that. The draft that. system. Yeah. And then that, that folded in 2010, and then she had to go through it again. So it's sort of... I think what's interesting is that we think of, like, the Football League as being, like, it's there forever, and, like, it'll always mm-hmm. stay the same way, and you work with transfers, you go through academies, you or you go through YTS and stuff. The fact it was completely different, like, her experiences... It's re- yeah. it kind of interesting for that reason. And I it's, agree. It's inspirational. Yeah. yeah, it is. Inspirational is the great word. Tash, did it inspire you? Yes, I did actually find it quite inspiring. I mean, it's all very earnest and American, isn't it? But mm, very, I actually very kept American. finding myself thinking, oh, I wish I'd read this when I was a little girl. How sad is that? Same. But I, <laughs> but, yeah, I wish but I read it when I was a little girl. <clears throat> but I felt like the way that she talks about sport, I mean... I don't know if it is different because I am a girl. Um, spoiler. Uh-huh. But Whoa. I didn't was... know that before you came on the podcast. <laughs> We're going to have to make there... some changes. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was no books like this when I was a kid. They, exactly. There wasn't, like, there weren't female sporting role models. I mean, there, there was, but they were very niche. And sure. the way that she talks about sport is like, if you're good at sport, it translates to other things as well. And if, you know, you learn these skills, you can take them through to college and through to your life. True. Was like, it sounds very like grandiose to say this, but I reckon for a young girl to read that would feel quite revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Because obviously Jack, James and I, Grew up only reading Gary Monk's Loud, Proud and Positive. So, you know, <laughs> I can't imagine what it was like for other people. Yeah, I just didn't. There, there was. It just didn't we exist. Blessed. What was the most inspirational thing you read as a kid, Tash? Oh, Christ. Maybe like Goosebumps. And I thought one day I'd be the girl that was murdered in an attic or something. Yeah, very low standards. <laughs> Something to Female representation yeah. really wasn't a thing in uh, the nineties. Trust me. <laughs> I learn. I learned to stay out of the basement. Which yeah, is, yeah exactly. <laughs> Maybe one day but I'll be that blob that destroys the town. <laughs> yeah. So 
this book is written in 2015 after the Women's World Cup. Mm. Um, although I think there may have been an edition before the World Cup, as it's there very must, rushed there at the must end. Have been, there must have been an edition before the World Cup. Because yeah. the it's very weird, the book, not to spoil the ending, but like the book at the end is like, and so I won the World Cup. And then there's an afterword, <laughs> which is like, I hope I win the World Cup. And it is genuinely like a Sixth Sense style twist where you're like, yeah. wait, what? Was it all a dream? <laughs> um, uh, but no, it's, it's, it's very, I, there must have been a version to go out just before the World Cup started. Yeah. yeah. And then this I is the version right. that they put out after the World Cup to be like, we won. Yes, I think I think you're right. Uh, one thing that does stand out for the book is we have never had a book with this many chapters. 63 wow, no. chapters <laughs> there so are. Chapters. Yeah. All chapters are about three pages long, which is very yep. nice and, uh, you know, bite-sized, yum, yum, yum. Uh, mm. But um, <laughs> uh, at the end of every chapter, there's also like a York note synopsis at the end of them. Um, I love it. It's like reading a fable. Yeah, that's, and, and, it, and it can translate what the, what, what the fable is. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean by that. And exactly. They all because they, they all end with like the fable, and they're like, if you read them all together, it sounds like you know. Remember the Louis Saha um, style perfume like thing that he would start with the the line that was like, "Football is a god, and it will beat me constantly." Uh, yes, it's sort of the similar. If you add them all together here, it's just like it's sort of her version of a another like a sports perfume that you could, could wear. <laughs> effectively well, like, money isn't everything make sacrifices move on keep a level head seize every opportunity attitude is everything agreed your own timeline inspiring it is inspiring. How, inspiring how inspired are we feeling now because at the beginning of this podcast i was feeling like two now i'm on six I would I'm, say. A, I'm, <laughs> I'm comfortable I, I think i can go through a few more of these and start going in times of transition no feeling is wrong i'm Whoa. on 6.5 yeah keep going yeah. keep going i'm getting pumped Expect the unexpected. Be thankful. Uh, Don't make opponents into enemies. I do not understand that. Yes. No, No, I liked that one. Really? She does explain it. Yeah. She's like, just because you're playing against someone at one time, don't be a total knobhead to them because one day they might be on your team. And that just let me let me just clarify. She doesn't say knobhead at any point. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Alex Morgan here. Don't be a knobhead. She might do now. She lives in North London. That's true. Yeah, she's moved to North true, London. Yeah, it does it take an ominous point. turn at chapter 12 with people yes. are watching. Yeah, that's and, that knocks <laughs> you down. Yeah. That one. Also, there's no foreword, which again, that is that a big difference between men and women's football? I don't, I don't well, know. <laughs> do you know what I think? In, in women's football, they just like get to the meat, get to the, the stuff yeah. that you want to hear. They're it like, does... get the meat. What? No, no, get to the meat. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, God. Yeah, women's football is like, get the meat. <laughs> get the she's meat. Chasing, she's chasing Gabrielle Heinz's uh, ambulance. <laughs> ambulance. Packed to the brim with meat. Um, <laughs> no, like, it does It does start, although it has a preface, like a preface, preface. Oh, God, I've got your disease of missaying forward. Um, preface. Preface? 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 <laughs> a preface? Which is really like, which does punch you in the preface. Uh, which is, is that like, when she's injured? Yeah, she's, she's like talking about, yeah. she breaks her, tells her ACL when she's yeah, seventeen. Yeah, she tells when she's seventeen. Yeah, and it starts with her just being like, "Help! Something's not right. I'm hurt." Can I just say something about this here? So Please do. I don't want to bring up too much gender politics in this episode because you know that would be really boring. But this proves a, something that I've been saying for a very long time because every single man that I ever met on Tinder said <laughs> that they would have been a professional football player, but they did their ACL. She did it, and then she did a hamstring, and she won two World Cups. So that's true. Sorry, but 
women are stronger than men. Proves it. Thank you. <laughs> she does get up from a lot of knocks at the she beginning. Has, she, she has gets, a lot of she injuries, gets doesn't really she? Really injured. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the whole the first part of the book is basically just I injured myself again. That was bad. Uh, <laughs> ever you know tried to start playing again. Got on crutches again. Like she gets she gets very injured very quickly. And every time and in, she, the, in the in interim, she's like, oh, and I just studied for another exam, and I just oh did God. this, and I just yeah. She's, she's, she's real so high achiever. She's so yeah. high. Like she says that she graduated from college she's fluent in spanish she like does a political is it political economy in uh, yeah. specializing in south america like yeah and she she's and she's so written smart. several books like about children playing she's football. written a million books she's written like, a million just, kids book yeah she's she's too talented it was intimidating <laughs> a lot of this book was just me i had to like put it down several times and be like okay it's okay you're 31 it's fine you know <laughs> yeah look, she, look, was yeah, she was like 25 when she wrote that book yeah. yeah i was like you know i've done some additional material for have i got news for you that's good <laughs> that's that's a good thing okay that's, alex morgan's be- been a main writer on that for yeah. years <laughs> alex morgan has been writing everything that paul that burton's table. been saying for, <laughs> for the past yeah 30 years they were saying oh. that actually that beginning um because i didn't think i'd be able to relate to a lot of things in this book as you mentioned it's kind of a guidebook for american teenagers effectively and american teenage <laughs> girls especially however yeah. at the beginning of the book when she tears her acl and she has to ask some guy to help her off the pitch or something is that right i think she has yeah. to at the beginning I had something very similar at university. This is generally generally true. Much uh, less. Uh, I had to play, I played a five aside economics tournament, and I blocked a shot, and I Wait, went down sorry. awkwardly. No, 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 this is just as important. I, this was just okay. as uh, tough. <laughs> no, no. I played a five aside indoors economics tournament, um, and I got someone hit a shot, and I went down awkwardly, and it hurt. But I carried on playing. Uh, I felt fine. Then I went to the library <laughs> after after the tournament to do some work, and. Um, I sat down for about, I don't know, half an hour, 40 minutes. And I tried to get up to go to the toilet or something. And I realized I couldn't stand up. So I was sat in the library opposite some guy on the table who I'd never met in my life. And I had to say to him, excuse me, do you mind carrying me out of the library? <laughs> so this guy, I had to call an ambulance. And this guy had to like put me on his shoulder and walk me out of the university. So, oh you my know, God. straight away, I could relate to this book. And that person grew up to be... Savando, uh, <laughs> Alex Morgan's husband. Oh, maybe you're, you're exactly the same. Yeah, and if it hadn't right. been for that yeah. injury, if it hadn't been for that injury, I would have become a professional footballer, <laughs> <laughs> as I told Tash many years ago. Over <laughs> <laughs> mentioned how it's uh, kind of this inspirational book, but also it does tell the story of her life. Uh, starts off with young Alex. Did we all like young Alex? She's very confident, which is which is fine. She's very Not knocking confident. it, but she's extremely confident from a very young age, which is is impressive. I really liked reading about her, but if I was a kid and I knew her, we would not have been friends. This is exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> I I was like, wow, your life sounds amazing, and then I tried to imagine if she was my neighbor, and I'd be like, oh god, oh, have you god. heard? Your mum would Ale- always be like, look what Alex is doing. Yeah. Just oh, another uh, another gold star for her from her <laughs> soccer tournament. Oh, and also she's won the political economy debating team in latin america also she's fluent in spanish it would be unbearable oh god <laughs> you know the jack's written on have i got news for you oh, yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's pretty good i suppose that's yeah that, no, that's all right no, no well done jack well done uh, <laughs> um here's a good example of those kind of things uh she kind of she kind of slyly slags off her sisters very early on when she says my parents <laughs> 
My parents are stricter with me than my sisters. Maybe they knew my potential. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she is very sure really of herself. Funny. She's very yeah. sure of herself. So Which is sure good. Of herself. It's quite an American thing, I guess. But there's one point where she's like, I mean, this is later on, but when she talks about scoring the World Cup and she's talking about what she felt, I think she says something along the lines of, I can't remember what's going through my head. Excitement? Sure. Disbelief? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you are confident. <laughs> Yeah, she has a lot of that. And Jack, I messaged you about a bit where um, she goes to the airport and she sees her future teammate, Megan Gisolva, I think her name is. Yes, yeah. Crying at the airport. And then Alex goes, there she was, crying, hugging her family and kissing everyone. I laughed thinking how different we were. (laughs) (laughs) It's so odd. It's just like, it's like, yes, I've I've won leaving my parents. I'm better at leaving (laughs) my parents than this person. (laughs) That's true. I did like the bit where she was like, Oh, I cried on the field. Who does that? And I was like, every bloody man's <laughs> yeah, book that yeah. we've ever read has yeah. been. I cried. I cried in my uni kids. library. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please, please put me on your shoulders, Savando. Please. <laughs> uh, she she is very competitive, as she talks about how like the the family would get very competitive playing Monopoly or gin rummy, and said that yeah. my mom was the only one who wouldn't laugh in your face when she won. Which is yes. just, imagine like a 40 a year old man laughing in a six year old's face because he won at Monopoly. <laughs> what a pathetic man. <laughs> hey, I will not have you uh, knock Alex Morgan's dad. Because oh, I, Alex no, Morgan's dad is, is great. A Sorry. Dedicated father. He, he hires her a speed coach when she's 10. And like, and puts her legs in like weights and says, like, oh, oh yeah. Run, yeah. Run around, run around this pitch with these legs with your weights. And she was like, oh, this is really painful because I've got to run around a, a pitch with weights. <laughs> and then takes off the weights and is like, now look how much faster you're running. And it worked because she's incredibly quick. He also literally became a coach after knowing nothing about football and then just went, right, I'm going to help you. I'm yeah. going to literally become a coach and yeah. know everything about it and, and make and you like, better. He, he read loads of books or something after she said, I like football. Did he was courses. like, yeah, great, all right. All yeah. He's like the Chris Jenner of football. <laughs> he's, ex- he's exactly like the Chris Jenner of football. He's nowhere near that evil. He is nowhere near as <laughs> evil. that? Well, also because she was like, he he was like, hey, do you want to be play play baseball? Play baseball, and like for like not forced her, but was like, let's go to Angels, uh, playing in the Angels Stadium every day. We'll watch the Angels. You can play softball. You're really good. And then one day she's just like, Dad, baseball's boring. And says actually in the book, like at one point I enjoyed baseball, but looking back, I can't believe I did because it's so boring. <laughs> and she's right. And she's, and she's she right. Is right. It, it, yeah, it is incredibly dull. It's just rounders, isn't it? But like, imagine yeah. if your imagine if your son or daughter came up to you and was like, uh, "I hate <laughs> what you love, <laughs> uh, and I would rather play this much more boring sport." In, yeah, yeah, you'd be and and the idea that he was just like, "Okay, cool, off we go, let's play some <laughs> soccer." Like he did very well. He does, and he's he's very good at rewarding his daughters as well. There's a bit where um, he buys all his daughters a car for going to college. Yeah. yeah, and this is why I really like her dad. I can't remember his name. Did she even mention his name at any point? I want to say it's, it's Alex, but it isn't because that, that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, her mum's called Alex, her dad's called Alex, and, <laughs> and those siblings are called Alex. Let's call him Papa Morgan. Papa Morgan. Um, he says something which has actually stuck with me ever since. Uh, it's not to do with football; it's to do with parking your car. Yeah, I know <laughs> exactly whole, yeah. what you mean. I completely agree. It's, yeah. it's totally right. He says like the first time she parks her car. He says to her, okay, now here's a whole um, parking lot. Where do you park your brand new car? Do you drive it in this slot between two cars? Do you put it in a spot where there aren't really any cars around? Or do you go to this corner where there's a car on one side and a divider on the other? 
So Alex responds, I'd park it where no other cars are parked. Wrong, exactly. he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly what I thought. He said, you put it where there's a divider because then only one car can park on the side of you. You don't know when the lot's going to fill up. You don't know if someone's going to hit you, but you reduce your chances if you had a divider on one side. And he's absolutely right. I right. never thought about that. And what? I parked my car immediately after reading this book about a month or so ago. And I straight away, I crashed it into a wall. I, I, <laughs> I, I parked it next to a wall. And I thought it went when there were loads of other spaces. And so he has changed my life. What's interesting about that bit is that most of the other book is like, she'll say like, this thing happened and it taught me to do, you know, X, Y, Z. Or like, I learned yeah. that I had to be more humble. That is a bit of advice that she gives that then doesn't lead on to like, ah, consider your surroundings. It's just a really good bit of advice that stands it's alone. Just, it's true. It's like, it's like midway through this book, which is like filled with like, follow your dreams, do this. It sort of suddenly gives a really practical bit of like, if you're ever parking a car, do it near a divider because <laughs> you don't want to, <laughs> the insurance will go really high up if you do that. <laughs> It's genuinely amazing. True. And, Although, it, and it's the bit of the book that stuck with me the most. I was, again, similarly, I was parking a car recently and I was like, oh, this is, I should do it near the wall. It's crazy how much that little bit has stuck in me. And it's such a, a simple bit of advice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Papa Morgan, you've changed my damn life. Um, <laughs> although I think Alex Morgan should listen to her him a bit more because she does crash the car, I think. And there's a line uh, that could have been in Fifty Shades of Andy Gray where she says, there was no way I could be trusted with something brand new. In fact, I rear-ended someone about six months after. (laughs) 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 Oh, Alex. And then she says, like, oh, but he also then bought me a Lexus. And you're like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Papa Papa Morgan, what a great dad. He's got money. He's wise. I'm queuing up for Slice of Papa M. He's called Michael, by the way. I had a Michael. Ah, Michael Michael Morgan. Morgan. Oh, that's good. Ah, I'm not kidding. I've I've gone right off him. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I won't lie. There's a lot of Americanisms about football in this book. You know it. I know it. A lot of a lot of soccerisms, those kind of things that the US sports guys always say. And they're incredibly jarring and frustrating to British readers because we, we bloody invented the sport. But I don't think it's fair to dwell on these. So let's just get them all out in one go. Yeah. Okay. okay. There are a lot. Anyone got any you wanna you wanna use up? Uh let's cue some American music. Yeah, it comes to the American music. It's like cowboy music. You like it? Oh, okay. Yeah. I was expecting okay. more like stars and stripes, but fine. Uh, I don't think I can clear that. <laughs> I've got one, uh, page 202. A 1-0 lead is good, but it's not a slam dunk. Oh, I remember yeah! that bit. <laughs> Anyone else want a yeehaw? I've got another yeah, one. Yeah, my least favourite one was winningest team. Oh, wait, here we go. I agree. It's something like we had a lot to prove despite being the winningest team. What does that mean? So I Googled it and it is an actual word, but it's like just a North American word. Uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I get it. But yeah, yuck. Uh, Kicking the ball into your own team's goal is called an own goal. And it's always awful when it happens. (laughs) (laughs) Which is true. It is awful. Uh, anyone else got anyone else got any? Oh, I, I've got one. Uh, it's, it's not so much an Americanism; it's just a very odd phrase talking about one of Carly Lloyd's goals, which was okay. a long, clean, beautiful goal. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought you were about to start singing um, "American Pie." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Long, clean, clean time ago. <laughs> Perry Groves would love it. Yeah. <laughs> he would grow sick of it very quickly. 
there, there was a whole paragraph that I found uh, very hard to read about the Canadians were going to get a free kick. It was a long kick, and we were just too much of a swarm. Oh, wait, <laughs> oh God, I actually have written that down. Oh, we oh. quickly shot the ball back towards the sideline. Things were getting a little heated, and as one announcer said, the Canadian team has stopped easing into match. They were all in. Oh, very, oh. very American. Anyone got the others? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Oh, also when they say, like, she made a cross. It's like, just say she crossed it. But that equally, has... equally that, that, I completely understand why. And I know it's not, I know it's petty and stupid. It just mm-hmm. does, it, it rankles every time you read it. I agree. And I guess, like we say, she's, she's writing this book for kids. Yeah. And, like, American girls who, and soccer isn't that big over there. So, of course. That you know, completely and. Fair. I think it's okay for us to to mock Alex Morgan here, <laughs> uh, because as she says, she loves Brits and everything sounds better in their accent, particularly football. <laughs> yeah. So yay! And I've and used up was... my yay. That's my yay. For the oh wow! No okay. Have I had a? Yay? I have. Oh, I was about to say it there. Okay, you used like seven it. yays at the beginning, Jay. Yes. Uh, Jay? No, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not asking for another. At some point, I'll try and buy a yay, a, a a word that I can't say off of uh, someone else. <laughs> Yeah, so then the book kind of develops into this whole getting noticed by uh, the U.S. women's national team. Um, how do we, did we find the book kind of picked up here when it was going to going through her career, or were we sad to see the back of young Alex? Yeah, well, I just found it kind of different from all the others that we've done because, like, the focus for her was academia, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, so, very true, very right, true. And the goal, the goal was to play at the World Cup. It wasn't like to go and play for United or something. Mm. No, so there's no club hopping. Because I guess financially it's not viable. Yes. And it kind of reminded me, there was a boy that I went to school with, I will not name him, um, but there was a boy that I went to school with who um, played for Crew Alexandra when we were at school and it was very exciting. And then when we got our GCSE results, he very proudly exclaimed that he could spell fudge with them. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, it doesn't matter anyway because I'm going to be a footballer. And then about three weeks later, got dropped. And it just oh. made me think of that. Like, oh, her God. focus was God. always academia, whereas here, if you're good at football, that's what you're going to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's, it's quite, that's it's true. It's refreshing to read. I think, you know? I mean, a, a, a big part of this book was, and it's especially at the top, was like, have a plan B. You know, make sure that you, because the, the chances of you making it are actually quite slim. Because it's true. true. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And it's important because sometimes it's... you do injure yourself playing five aside <clears throat> for an, <laughs> an economic, economic sort of library. <laughs> yeah. And if I hadn't have been studying for my, my degree at the same time, if I hadn't had the economics to fall back on, who knows where yeah. I'd be nowadays? It's true. <laughs> All the economics that you use crucially. Still in the library, point. probably. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, people be- like begging yeah. people to. <laughs> Somebody, I'm th- I'm thirty. I haven't washed in ten years. <laughs> oh, the library boy's beginning to smell again. <laughs> Put the hose on him. <laughs> um, she plays at Barclay. Is that right? Where she goes to university? Uh, she, uh, Cal. Uh, she plays. Cal. For, she calls it Cal a lot. Cal. Which I don't know if that's the same it, as Barclay, but yeah, I, I think it's Barclay. I think it, it is. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, um, because she talks about how she she like she had an open day there. And like she said, this place oh, yeah. is so great. It's liberal and there are people selling things on the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? She's like, 
imp- she like street vendors is what sells yeah. her going to the university. That is very strange. That thing. like she went to Stanford and was like, oh, I'm not so sure about this place. And her friend yeah. was like, No, this place is really good. It's got like academic stuff. It's got you know like really good <laughs> sports halls. She went to Cal and was like, Oh my god, there's a guy. He's got a stall. He's selling a hot dog. I will live here for five years. <laughs> How cosmopolitan. <laughs> <laughs> when in cal uh, <laughs> very nice um yeah uh, i mean th- there's not I-, I would say throughout the book there's not loads of drama i would say i mean th- the beginning sets it up with that and i wouldn't say there's loads after it i know that's not what the book is meant to be but it's not quite the same as like some of the other books you've read like you know paddy kenny for example where there's lots of drama all the way through it um yeah. you know I, she, there's, I mean there's I, think, only... I think that's predominantly because like it is an internationally based book so like everyone seems to be pulling in the same direction so mm-hmm. like like you know it's it's like the story of hope solo and abby wambach and and uh, megan rapinoe like rather than the sort of rivalries you get with playing in a league like you know that we would get in the premier league or in england where it's yeah like, we had to beat this team and we you know we hated this team here whereas in these matches they seem to be just playing people that they never see again and don't get a great rivalry with which i you know like part of the joy of doing this for me is recognizing a lot of the things and seeing the names pop up and i knew a few and it's not so much i didn't know loads of women's footballers names because i don't to be honest i knew a few of them that popped up in there but the fact that it didn't have those kind of dramas and the rivalries that I understood for me meant I enjoyed it less. Obviously, she can't change that because, like, she can't just make up a rivalry with, like, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know, Des Walker. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine if this book was one big, like, fuck you to Des Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, no matter like, how many World Cups I could win, I would never be able to break Des Walker's face like I dreamed. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's basically it but there's, there's not loads of dramas and i think some of the ones that she tries to that are in there like there's the one with neil i think who's a manager oh yeah, my god no I, I i love Scottish i coach. love that the neil story is great because she when she's in cal like uh neil is part of the team and they love him they think he's great they go he's on, the like, coach tour. right he's the coach yeah. he's the tour yeah. of europe and they talk she talks about the day that neil quit the team <laughs> And it's during a match. They're not doing very well. They're one nil down. And he just says that she just says, um, Neil came into the room, didn't look like he wanted to be there and just yelled, it's not working for me. I'm out of here (laughs) and walked out. Yes. The best thing about that is it was half time. It was half time. (laughs) It's so funny. The thought of a manager just coming in at half and time and going, do you know what? It's, I'm done with this. There's not me <laughs> really. It. I'm out of here. Not Sorry. Even, not, Good luck. Not even kicking a skip on the way out. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Maybe they don't have skips in American changing yeah. rooms. Maybe that's the only difference. <laughs> he kicked a monster truck on the way out. Uh, <laughs> like it's it's genuinely it's such a funny bit, but also would be incredibly traumatic if you're playing it. I think the other thing is it was hard for me to get my head around how much college football mattered. Yeah, like, it means loads. Yeah. That it, yeah. it matters so much to all these people, and it, like it matters not just the college, but also the people outside the college. And like, if you do well in the college, then you can go and play in the major teams. Whereas for us, I feel like college football is like down the park. You know, have a couple of you kick the ball about, you have some shandies mm-hmm. afterwards. Is how I see college football. By the sure. of everyone else. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't think anyone cares about it to be honest. The yeah, college no. football we have, I guess. So if you're if you're good, you've been picked up by an academy earlier. So you wouldn't really by by college it. you mean like um university teams or whatever yeah yeah, yeah? yeah that's what yeah, yeah. okay yeah. yeah I see what you mean yeah so I think that sort of thing was quite interesting and yeah the way Neil leaves is just amazing he comes back as well and she has to she's forced to um to it, make nice with him again yeah. is Neil 
is Neil going in the Hall of Shame? No, no because she, that is but, quite shady behavior. Come on. I agree. Yeah. I thought it was a bit shady. Yeah. But he but he turns up again and is like, guys, I'm so sorry. I put the, myself, the individual, ahead of the team. Like it's a sort of weird cult that they're all in. Um, <laughs> like, so like in. he accepts... It's America. So, so he put himself... <laughs> He put himself in the Hall of Shame, and and in so doing, um, thrust himself out of the Hall of Shame. I yeah, would I'd agree with that. Wow, he died. He died so we may live. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the old he, he he might as well have just gone there and said the old Neil is dead, and then like walked through a cleansing fire. Wow, say hello to the new Neil. See, throw, we come in full circle back to Taylor Swift now. Exactly. Sorry, oh, come to the phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh why because he's dead what a, <laughs> i'm not feeling it right now what a halftime team talk that'd be that would be that's, such a good halftime team that talk. shows how old i am that tash mentioned taylor swift and what was in my head was stars in their eyes when they walk out and come back out <laughs> the smoke is the person. i mean what people forget is that taylor swift uh, got her big break on stars in their eyes with matthew <laughs> kelly yeah, people forget that tonight i'm gonna be new neil like we said before, it's a good insight into how American football works because the league, as you mentioned, kind of folds over and over again. I didn't know how that works. And I didn't know yeah. how many games they play. That in comparison, like the domestic teams play so many less games than the international teams. Like the amount of games Alex Morgan's played is crazy. She's got 107 goals mm. in like 200 odd caps, I think, or something like yeah. that. Maybe 150. They, they travel around a lot, don't they? They play a lot of games. They, they really yeah. do. And they definitely focus on that more than the domestic side mm. mm-hmm. of things. I think, they, I think they kind of have to because... Because, because the, the, the league keeps folding. The, yeah, because they can't <laughs> rely on the league, genuinely. Mm. It seemed like she was... Because she gets her big break or like she's she's made like... She's the first college pick. Again, I don't really understand college picks. So I don't know if that is... I think it's a good thing. It sounds like a good yeah, thing. Yeah, it is. I think, I think it's when... Yeah. The first pick is uh, when, isn't it, the worst team gets to choose you yeah. first. Is that right or something and like that's, that? And, like and in that's basketball. G- yeah. Yeah, I think, I, think it's exactly, I think all the American sports kind of work in the same way. The drafts. Right, okay. The draft system. Yeah. If uh, only Amy was here. If Amy was here. She'd, but she'd then surely that. you yeah. don't want to be the first pick if you're going to go to the worst team. Is it? No, because, because I think then having like the... the they become a better the team. Pick, yeah. yeah. It's right. Like, it's okay. sort of... American sports are weirdly like um, if the communist. Team... Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, they are weirdly. Yeah, compared to they compared are. to the the English teams, which are weirdly like hyper capitalist and horrible. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, that's strange. It's very it is. Odd. It is strange. They kind of share the wealth of players. It's very. It yeah. is very strange. Yeah. Um, but she's but she's picked first and like goes to what's it called? Western New York Flash. That sounds like a regional superhero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy, it's a Western New York flash here. Where did that guy go? <laughs> uh, James, do that in Alan Smith's accent. <laughs> yeah, he's just got a bit of uh, pace there, the Western New York flash. Uh, <laughs> the young the young United States national. Give me oh, a yeehaw. <laughs> Alan Smith can't do a yeehaw. No, that's, that's true. Um, should we do a picture section? I thought we haven't had one in a while, and this has actually got a prominent picture That's, section. Oh, it's so nice. nice. The pictures are There's quite short. Yeah, and it's so cute. Okay, well, the first one is uh, is Michael please Morgan. Don't, please don't hero. go through one by one. That'll go. No, no I'm just take saying, her, like, but he's, dre- he's dressed as Superman. 
and the two kids are dressed as cheerleader and uh, it says that Alex Morgan is dressed as a bear that year but she clarifies that she isn't dressed as a bear here which I feel like is a bit of a cop out personally if you're okay. going to put a picture section in yeah it's find nonsense. the bear find the bear picture and then put that up yeah but don't come on don't tell me what you're dressed up as I don't care about that <laughs> Did, don't wait, I, that yeah, who just thinks she is Pepe Reina and his generic horror movie <laughs> character <laughs> who will never know a- anyone else got a favourite picture in the book I mean they're all very cute but the problem is the only time I ever see pictures of like small American children is when they've been like abducted or something <laughs> so <laughs> they look a bit creepy <laughs> I know what you mean I do know, I do, what, you mean. I do, do you know what I mean yeah. like I, I never see like... these sorts of pictures I expect them to suddenly go black and white and a voiceover to yeah, be like yeah exactly and then someone to go she was such she a normal girl yeah. yeah, we all mm-hmm. thought she had her life ahead of her. We can't. But believe later it. on, they're very cute. They're very oh, like, yeah. you know, her wedding and stuff. But now that you said it, even when I look at her wedding, I'm like, oh no, what's going to happen? And <laughs> yeah. then, of course, <laughs> during the honeymoon, disaster struck. Tash, you're getting married soon. I do am. you do you mention your wedding as much as Alex does in this book? Absolutely <laughs> the- not, because I would have no friends left. Jesus Christ! The, from the first page, she's like, "Oh, and then I met this man. I married him, by the way." But now I'll tell you the story. It's like, yes, girl, calm down. Yeah, she does. Savanto seems like a catch, but to she be does fair, mention that wedding so much. He is a, a hunk. Real hunk. He looks he like is a hunk. Yeah. So. I mean, he was very muscular when he carried me out of the library that time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fair enough to mention her wedding in a way. I, I personally. Yeah, but not every page. Every you know bloody page. And when she's like 11, she's going, I can't wait till I marry Savannah. Oh, fuck. Tell me more things about Michael Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> where she's like Tobin Heath passed it to me brackets Tobin Heath was at my wedding uh, yeah. <laughs> yes yes yeah. that's exactly the kind of thing I mean that is exactly it what yeah. she doesn't mention is her dad makes a one walk down the aisle with um, weights on her ankles <laughs> <laughs> you will go a lot quicker in the future this is Paige the co-host of Giggly Squad and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Guys, who wants to hear Ken's song this week? Yes. Oh, yeah. So as we know, Ken loves to write songs. What have we had so far? <laughs> I can't remember any of them. Goals from Connor Salmon to the tune of um, uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. Yeah. We liked that, didn't we? <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got another one here. Uh, to the ch- who remembers Express Two and David Burns Lazy? Oh yeah. Oh, that Big is a tune. That is Big a tune. tune. I think we had Talking Heads before, didn't we? Two thousand three. Yeah. yeah, but this isn't Talking Heads. It's David Byrne own. True, 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 true. Okay, here comes the song. <laughs> to the tune of Lazy. Oh, here comes Emil Hesky. <laughs> Whoa, dangerous and sexy. <laughs> I feel like we're getting an insight into Ken's mind more and more every single week. I, I, okay, look, I think lazy, hesky and sexy don't quite rhyme. Lazy and hesky oh, you... don't rhyme. God. I just, I just, look. Right, Jack, Ken every week, he doesn't get paid for this. <laughs> none of us do. He, is, he especially doesn't get any money for it. He doesn't look, get it here to get notes from you about sorry, whether Emil Hesky rhymes with sexy and lazy. I don't think he should be putting these things out into the world. He doesn't want them to be judged. <laughs> <laughs> well ken i enjoyed it and you know oh oh ken if it comes on in a dance hall i'll i'll, I'll dance to it <laughs> ken's version of david burns lazy <laughs> james just to make him feel better can you give him a yay i haven't used it yet have i yay there we go take that jack <laughs> that sounds incredibly sarcastic so i guess i've still I... got mine i'm holding on to mine i i can't wait to see how you use it Ash. i'm very excited <laughs> How inspired are we feeling now, by the way? We've had Ken's song. We've had about... Pay- yeah, me too. I'm feeling pretty pumped. I'm pretty, it's pretty inspired. I've drunk a whole Cronenberg. <laughs> I'm, <feeling laughs> I'm smashed. Her, her American career for the US national team kind of gets off amazingly. She scores in a World Cup final in 2011. She mm. wins the Olympics where she scores. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I need to prepare the uh, yeehaw for this. She scores. Oh, someone scores an Olympic goal. Anyone know what an Olympic goal is? I I do, but only because I looked it up afterwards, and I Hit felt me. ashamed that I didn't know what it was. It's scoring directly from a corner. I don't think you should oh, feel ashamed yeah. for that because I I don't think any of us knew that. James, did you know that? I did not know that. I don't think anyone did. Don't be ashamed, I, Jack. I don't it's know. Okay. I feel I like I knew it by the name scoring from a corner. Yeah, same. Just scored <laughs> direct from a corner. That's what I've always yeah. heard it called as well. Like because she sort of says like, oh, it's it's called an Olympic goal when you score from a corner. It might be on purpose. It might be fluke. It's always fluke. No one's ever <laughs> thinking I'm going to score from a corner. No, They're true. Always, you just you're just yeah. putting it in the mixer, aren't you? Really? Well, unless you're Christian Eriksen, where it's like, I think I'm going to hit the first man every single time when I take it. <laughs> <laughs> a little one for the Spurs fans on the group. Yeah. <laughs> Who follow? Oh boy. Follow the podcast. <laughs> Spurs fans there all chuckling silently to themselves. Yeah. Very, <laughs> very droll. Very droll. <laughs> she scores in the World Cup final, but she's very modest about it because they lose in 2011. She's kind of the anti Jermaine Pennant <laughs> because Jermaine Pennant, if it scored in the World Cup final, would never have shut up about it. Whereas she yeah. kind of, she, she, she's, she knows when to like 
hold back and say, look, look, the team didn't do well, so it doesn't matter if I did well or not. I don't think I'd ever shut up about it if I scored in a World Cup final. And no, she never. is she is so like chill about it. She's like, yeah. I scored in the World Cup. We didn't have yeah. much time to celebrate because then Japan equalized. And I, I think I would I would probably be still at like the crowd going like just you see, <laughs> I, I just scored. It's a World Cup final <laughs> and I've just scored. So uh like I, think I would, you would. Not, I would walk out of that, I would immediately sign a book deal. Um, I would get. I would ask for a massive raise on having got news for you. Um, it's the whole thing is about the team, and she's very yeah. good at making sure that it's always about the team. And like, I think she sort of feels like she's the face of the Team USA. And well, so... she but not not so much at that point. She was kind of still learning at that bit. But you are you are right. I do know what you mean because she says um, Abby Wambuck. She Abby Wambuck is that you pronounce the name? Wambuck, yeah. Wambuck. Abby Wambuck. Abby Wambuck. Isn't it Wambuck? It's Wambuck. <laughs> Possibly. Abby Wambach. Isn't Wambach. that what I literally said the first time? <laughs> I think you said Wambach. Uh, who, knows? who knows what I said. So, Wabby Ambach. Wabby. Oh, Jesus. Abby Wambach. A lot of the Team USA names are like tongue twisters, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. Abby Wambach. Shannon Box. I mean, that's not a tongue twister. Oh. But uh, it's still a fun what thing. What a name. name, though, isn't it? So many great names. Sydney LaRue. Sydney, La- Sid- Sydney LaRue. She's Sydney going in for the kill. Garbage Delaney. That's what? made up. Garbage. That's not, yeah, it's, it's just not true. But Abby, Abby, Abby Wambach fascinates me because she's got loads of tribute Twitter accounts, apparently, for her head. Yeah, apparently. that's so weird. There's three of them. So bad luck if you want to start one because all the good usernames are taken. But they're, they're all like uh, Abby Wambach's head and Abby head and Wambach nog, noggin or something. I don't know what they're called, but yeah. <laughs> Very... Oh, Wambach noggin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to do this week's dramatic reading. We good? Ooh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's get a yeehaw. <laughs> yeehaw. <laughs> okay. Can we cue some dramatic music, please? Cue dramatic music. Thank you very much, Jack. Um, this story is called Hope Solo Does the Worm Diplomatically. <laughs> 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 I think that's my favorite title for one yet, in terms of yeah. what they are. Yeah. After our. So we all remember Hope Solo, right? She was the goalkeeper yeah. for the American Women's National Team. Bit yep. of a hero. Um, great name as well. After our victory against Colombia, Brandy Chastain made a comment on ESPN about our defense. She said that we played an A minus game, American, <laughs> mostly because of defensive issues, defense issues. And she called out Rachel Bueller. This really rubbed Hope the wrong way, and she took to Twitter. She wrote, Layoff commenting about defending, brackets, and goalkeeping until you get more educated at Brandy Chastain. The game has changed from a decade ago. What's really weird about this is that this whole thing starts off because Brandy Chastain says it was an A minus performance. Yeah, like, which is still good. During an England performance, if you said they were A minus, they would be like, wow, okay, that is a pretty high bit of praise <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> no one wow. is. We got to yeah. semi in the World Cup and no one gave us an A minus. Like, that is a D. <laughs> this is yeah. a D performance. <laughs> But I think that's it. She, she, she thinks people are being hypercritical, basically. And the yeah. press have been critical of hope and have brought the mood of the whole team down. We were on a winning streak and suddenly people were talking about everything but how we're playing. Abby decided that our next game, which was against North Korea, Abby Wambach, that is. Um, also, North Korea. Cool. That was going to change. She just wanted people to forget what had happened. Plus, the game was on Hope's birthday, so we thought she needed some fun. Abby proposed that Hope would do the work if, everyone, if anyone in our team scored. No one thought Hope would agree. She usually didn't join the celebrations, but she did. <laughs> I don't, I lo- I'd love to be the person who raised that in the meeting. Uh, yeah. What can we possibly uh, do? So uh, the, the, the team morale's quite low. Uh, <laughs> Hope's being insulted quite a lot. Um, uh, do the worm. Do the worm. Do that. 
Yeah, do the worm. I can do the worm. Yeah, sure. The worm will fix the atmosphere. <laughs> it's going to be between the worm, the mashed potato, or the twist. Those are your options. Yeah. Yeah, Megan Rapinoe's doing the cha-cha slide outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heath's doing the uh, doing the Charleston. I quite enjoy this. Like a Strictly Come Dancing version for uh, for the entire Team USA. Imagine someone doing the worm on Strictly. <laughs> With the possibility... <laughs> With the possibility of a worm dancing goalkeeper in our future. What a weird sentence. The mood, <laughs> the mood was like when we hit the field at Old Trafford, uh, which is where they were playing in the, in the Olympics. The historic stadium where Man United played and Abbey scored in the 25th minute. Sure enough, Hope dropped to the ground and did the worm. Christy Rampone joined in and we all grabbed hands and did a little worm wave with our hand arms. Huh? What's a worm wave? I don't what know. Is, a worm wave? <laughs> is, it, is it just a wave? It's like I, that thing. Maybe isn't it's it? like when you hold arms. Yeah, like a, like, like a rope, like at the end of Ali G in the house. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, thank, yeah. thank you, James, for bringing it back to a reference that I can understand. Thank you. <laughs> I know <laughs> for a fact that we've all seen Ali G in the house. I needed that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, um, they did a worm wave. It was hilarious, and it brought us all together in the same way, making those snow angels had done years before. In any stressful situation, it's so important to laugh. Then we went on to win 1-0. There we go. Laughter <laughs> laughter is the best medicine. As it said in the end of the little prologue, there was so much stress at the beginning of the Olympics, but laughter took us through it. If Abby hadn't persuaded Hope to do the worm, <laughs> her battle with Brandy Chastain might have left a bad taste in people's mouths. But by laughing and having fun, we showed ourselves and the world that we could move on. Laughter really is the best medicine. It's really weird how that dramatic reading sort of merged into a like a after school special midway <laughs> yeah. through. You're like, oh, there's there's a moral to this. Okay, fine. Um, also, I was thinking about it. If if I was watching a football game and a team scored and then the opposing goalkeeper like fell on the floor and started to convulse, I would assume something terrible. <laughs> Yes, I I agree. Like, oh my! God, I would what's be happened? like, oh my god, what is? That? I would be immediately out of my chair, going, oh no, what's happening? And then to watch all of her like friends do it as well, it'd be like the um the Radiohead just video. <laughs> why, why do you keep mentioning that around me? <laughs> I, I do. It's the only. I remember, I remember the Jack's the house the other day, and he couldn't stop mentioning just by Radiohead. <laughs> it's because it's so creepy. It came out like twenty five years ago. Jack, get over it. I know, but but the idea of like just all the players is dropping to the floor and like staring at the ground i love the bit in um the just video where tom york does the worm (laughs) (laughs) has anyone got an out of context uh alex morgan no okay i've got one Um, okay i love being a bear (laughs) (laughs) that is a good one it's a good one the one i wrote down was most of you probably know what your hamstring is but if you don't i'll tell you (laughs) (laughs) and that was the day i learned what my hamstring was she Um, she does do that quite a lot where she's like do you guys know what a hat trick is okay yeah yeah. if you don't i'll explain it do you know what an own goal is if you don't i'll explain it you do sort of like think there was probably a version of this book where she was like do you guys know what kicking is uh okay well fundamentally imagine Imagine you're hitting a ball with your hands. Now, <laughs> flip your entire body upside down. That's kicking. <laughs> Do you know what Alexis is? <laughs> yeah. The book um, ends, though, 
uh, she wins. She starts winning loads of things by the end, right? She, <laughs> everything, she, everything, yeah. basically. She wins the first NWSL championship uh, with Portland Thorns, although not much attention is paid to that, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah, because very much it, the it, fun- cl- club football doesn't really matter. Genuinely. It doesn't. She's like, oh, I won that. Who gives a shit? Then there's the Women's World Cup, which is really quick. And, I d- and I, as we said before, I don't think this was meant to be the case. I think Alex Morgan's written this book before the World Cup, and then they've tacked on this chapter yes. at the end yeah, as I a way of, right. which is look, I you can't complain with that entirely makes sense if you've won the world cup you would definitely put your book out again and say like, hey <laughs> yeah hey guess what i'm doing this mm-hmm. again like i you know i'm talking about me celebrating my goal at the world cup over and over and over again i would not stop talking about it if i won yeah. the world cup you're like louis saha with his imaginary goalie score yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i will but- not stop talking about it so, Jack, either you're right with that, or she's just guessed exactly what happened in every single World Cup match. <laughs> Which and I just wrote, well, we'll, we'll go on there. Like uh, like the psychic in Grant Holt's book. Yeah, exactly. This is what's <laughs> going to happen to me. But yeah, she wins it, as you say. Uh, it's, it ends in more inspirational shelf. She wins the 2015 World Cup. And sadly, there's no appearance from Peter Reed in the whole book. What a shame. What a shame. Aww. I was really expecting right at the end that she would, like, as she was picking up the cup, be like, and there, could I believe it? It was Peter Reed. <laughs> Handed me the cup. <laughs> there was a squirrel on the pitch, though, which I felt added a oh, little. True. You know, that was good. And she said, and if you and don't and... know what a squirrel is, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, did this book change you very quickly? Did it change Absolutely. you very quickly? <laughs> it did change you very quickly. It really, it really did. I thought I was going to, I thought I was going to be quite cynical about it. And I ended up loving it and fe- feeling quite inspired. Nice. Tash, you're a more positive person after having read it? A hundred percent. I am wow. ready and raring to go. I am going to go and see my PT tomorrow and get her to like weigh my Mate. legs down. And stuff. <laughs> James, yeah, change very you. positive. Um, t- let me tell you my favorite bit of the book quickly because it sort please, of please. her mantras made me laugh so much. That was my favorite <laughs> bit of the whole book because the whole way through the book she's talking about positivity and be thankful and all that stuff, and then she goes to her mantras and you think they're going to be along them lines. And then number one is never look a goalkeeper in the eye, like they're bears or something. That <laughs> <me laugh. laughs> if a goalkeeper comes near you, get in a ball. <laughs> Do not look never a goalkeeper in the uh, eye. Never look um, a gift horse in the mouth. Never look a goalkeeper weird. in the that eye. Made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. right, what uh, do you think, James? Yeah, it's changed the way I park forever. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, what's the rating out ten, guys? Uh, just a number. Jack, eight. Tash, eight. James. Seven. I've got to keep my reputation. Oof. I've got to keep being negative. Yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. Seven. as a bastard. Um, <laughs> I was going to give it a seven as well, but because she's placed the Spurs, it's a ten. <laughs> so unfair. Ten all the way. Thirty-three. She's got in total, which means she's got eight, uh, eight and a quarter. I think the same as Grant Holt. Think it's the same as Grant Holt. Okay. Nice. Way at the top. Very high standard of books so far. This. Uh, this yeah. Very good. good. Very, very good. This week's quiz, uh, Jack, uh, you're called uh, at one back head. Uh, <laughs> Tash, you're at one back's head. And James, you're <laughs> at Abby Wambach head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Remember that? Uh, question one Who does Alex see in the waiting room when waiting for her ACO operation? At one back head. Uh, yes, Jack, who is it? Travis from Blink182. Is correct. Very oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> it's Travis so Parker. weird and she's like oh he must be good then why why <laughs> no, she means the, the surgeon the surgeon yeah oh yeah, yeah not that yeah, yeah. but she's not means, travis like, yeah yeah he must be a great drummer he if he's torn good. his acl yeah. <laughs> which of these is a real player a sharon envelope b shannon box or c shannis fracking machine which is it abby uh, a- abby, abby one back 
I think Jack was in the first two, isn't it? It's obviously box. It would be called a fracking machine, you oh, stupid right. bastard. Go, <laughs> <f> you too. <laughs> See, Alex, this is what you made us do. Your we're too positivity inspired. book. We're, we're, too, we're too confident. In each other. <laughs> um, uh, finally, question four. What is her cat's name? Oh, Abby Wambachhead or whatever you're, my name you're is. You're so good at this. Who is it? Shall I tell you why? It's because I have your book and you wrote... Uh, what the <laughs> questions were. <laughs> Jack, Jack, Jack's disqualified. Jack's a nerd. He's disqualified. Uh, okay. It's between at Wambach's head and at Wab Abby Wambach's head. I know, I know what the answer is, guys. Uh, don't, don't care. You're disqualified. No, no, no. no, no I'm just saying, if is you it want the. Baby horse? No. It isn't baby horse. But why would it be baby horse? Because her nickname's <laughs> baby her horse. Name? That's her nickname. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. It was. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Um, guys, I, I, I thought will, it was a Taylor I, Swift thing. <laughs> I can yeah. give you. I can give you her name. I can give you the, the name of the cat, but you have to give me at least three yays. Okay. How do I? Give, how do I kick Jack off the show? <laughs> 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 give me your yay, and I'll tell you. Okay, have it handed okay. over. But I want oh. the point because then we're drawing. Uh, it's uh, Brooklyn. You know what? Brooklyn. Both of you disqualified for, ch for ah! switching. <laughs> <laughs> switching points, James. For the first yay. time ever, I think you've won. <laughs> He, he said, yay, he's disqualified. Like, yeah, you're all out. I win. I win. Yeah. I wonder if he's called Brooklyn because, like, why Brooklyn Beckham's called Brooklyn. Yeah, because he was conceived in Brooklyn. Well, you think she conceived <laughs> her cat <laughs> in Brooklyn, New That's York? That's so disgusting. I'm sorry, Alex, when you listen to this. I'm not accusing you of bestiality. And oh, did I tell God. you I was married? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just wondering, Alex Morgan, listening to this book, like this episode, being like, "Oh wow, I'm going to listen, see what the Brits think of me moving to Tottenham. I really hope it's good." And then she listens to us just swearing and accusing her of bestiality. Oh god, hey, this is awful. I gave her a mother ten. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyone has any thoughts on this? If you've read it or want to read along, message us reviews. Follow us at Footy Book Club on Twitter, Football Book Club on Instagram. Review the podcast. Subscribe. Follow us, guys. Uh, any last words? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeehaw. That's a very Baby good point. Baby horse. <laughs> <laughs> what a frustrating episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Football Book Club. It featured James Bug, Jack Bernhardt, Natasha Daniels, and James Balgen. It was created and produced by James Bug. Thanks to Alex Morgan for writing the book. But what are they all up to now? Well, since writing the book, Alex Morgan has won another World Cup, a Champions League, and achieved the most coveted prize of all in football, signing for Spurs. Abby Wambach has retired, but still has about 50 Twitter fan pages. Honestly, check it out. It's crazy. Including one bizarrely called Macklemore Wambach, which is the Macklemore-Abby Wambach crossover no one asked for. Hope Solo has continued dancing and has now learned how to both whip and nay-nay. And finally, parking king Papa Morgan was in fact revealed to be the Stig. The Yeehaw sound effect was used under a Creative Commons 3.0 license from Shawshank73 at freesound.org. No changes were made to the audio. The music lobby time is the property of Kevin McLeod at filmmusic.io and is used under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. We'll see you next week for more Football Book Club. In the meantime, please review the podcast and subscribe. Bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.